Predict, pick, and prevail in your fantasy football leagues with Nick Giacobbe and Nick Cap. From breakouts to busts, superstars to sleepers, these are the guys that will help you achieve fantasy glory. This is the Primetime Fantasy Podcast. Welcome everybody to Season 2, Episode 52 of the Primetime Fantasy Podcast, where we give you our predictions, our picks, with the hopes that we help you prevail throughout Week 10 and the rest of the 2022 Fantasy Football Season. I'm your host, Nick Giacobbe. Joining me is Nick Cap. Week 10. I feel like week 10 is the point in your life where it's like you don't want to celebrate your birthday because you're getting older. I don't really want to celebrate week 10 because we're, um, I guess we're technically halfway through the NFL season, kind of. We're, we're kind of in the Super Bowl. We're almost halfway there, and I don't love it, honestly. Yeah, I think next way, next week should mark the halfway point. So, yeah. I mean, it would go well over the halfway point for uh, fantasy. I don't, uh, I don't like it at all. I don't like it. Anyway, <laughs> um, it's a Thursday show. Uh, Thursday show mainly consists of uh, a news and injury segment, talking about whatever we can talk about on a Wednesday night. Um, not, not a ton of news most of the time, but you know, we'll talk about whatever we can. And then we give you a Thursday night football preview. It is our shortest show of the week, but that's okay. Um, nice, short, quick, and easy for Thursday night football. If this is your first time listening to us, thank you so much. We do the show on Monday, Tuesday, Thursdays, and Fridays, and a live show on Sundays. I just, just explain to you what we do on the Thursday show. Then we have our big Friday show tomorrow, our all-boom, all-bust teams and injury uh, preview going into the weekend, and our Flex on them segment, talking about Flex players that you should or shouldn't play. Next up is our live show, Sunday mornings, 8.30 a.m. Eastern Time. This Sunday, it's going to lead right into the Germany game. Seahawks Bucks, baby. So we oh are going an hour. At 9.30, this show is going to end. Um, as long as there's no questions, I will answer all the questions <laughs> until it's off. But I am going to watch my Seahawks um, hopefully beat the Bucks. but I'm worried it's a it's a get-right game for the Bucs. Um, I know they just beat the Rams, but still, I'm a little not excited about it. But anyway, uh, that'll be our live show. Hopefully, you join us on Facebook, Twitter, and you, or, or YouTube. We love answering your fantasy questions. We've got a lot of new people in the past few weeks. Uh, so if you're a new listener, you know, welcome and thank you so much for that. You can listen to the show on all audio streaming platforms throughout the week, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Anchor. If you're on iTunes or Spotify, please give us a five-star rating and a review. We would definitely appreciate that. Um, if you'd rather watch and listen to the show, go to our YouTube channel, Primetime Fantasy Podcast. First, hit that subscribe button. Um, we'd love to get that subscribe from you guys. Then watch this video. Watch every video that comes out and hit a like on every single video that comes out. Uh, we appreciate those likes. We appreciate you guys showing that love. Keep interacting with us on social media, Primetime FF Pod, or Instagram, Twitter, and uh Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok, and then Facebook and YouTube is Primetime Fantasy Podcast. Getting into the news and injury updates of, uh, of Wednesday, uh, November 9th. First off, um, the news that came out today, Matt Stafford is in concussion protocol. I believe he entered protocol today. It was symptoms that didn't come out until after the game. And this could be bad. Uh, I, I believe the backup is, is it Kevin Mulford? I think Kevin's his first name. Uh, John Mulford? I, don't know. I forget. Um, let's see. Rams backup quarterback. I know his last name. Why am I thinking Kevin? It's John. It is John Wolford. Okay. Um, so if Stafford is in clear protocol by Sunday morning, John Wolford is starting against the Cardinals. Um, Nick, my, my what's your biggest takeaway from this news? Uh, obviously, he can still clear protocol, but what's your biggest takeaway from it at least? Um, if I had to guess, he's not going to clear pro- protocol. Um, I mean, that would be a very short window to get good to go by Sunday. Um if I had to guess, he's not playing, and you're probably going to wind up benching everyone outside of Cooper Cup. 
Um, I can't see the confidence in a guy like Allen Robinson. I think Tyler Higby might be a solid play because it is a favorable matchup. Um, but outside of that, I mean, I really don't know if you still wouldn't trust the backfield anyway. Um, there's no way Wolford is going to be an upgrade over. Well, maybe Stafford's been horrendous this year, but unlikely. So who is there to trust outside of the one guy you could trust every single week, no matter who the matchup is. My other big takeaway about Cooper cup is Cooper cups, a good NFL receiver, but he's not a good NFL. Like he's not a great NFL talent, right? He's not Devontae Adams as a route runner. He's not, you know, Justin Jefferson as a burn or, or, or Hill as a burner. I don't think you insert Cooper cup into any offense and you know, he goes nuclear, right? Um, Tyree kill is a great example. We were all worried about Tyree kill, you know, going into the season and stats would uh, diminish a bit. Um, he's having the best this statistical career of his, you know, of, of his career. He's, he's statistically having the best NFL receiving season since Jerry Rice. Yeah. He's going, he's going nuts. Um, but my point being Cooper cups, the guy I'm most worried about because I don't think he's as talented as those receivers. I think the reason why his fantasy stats are so high is because Matthew Stafford targets in the ball 30 times a game and he's still very good, but he's not great. Like if you were drafting receivers, I don't think Cooper cups in the top five. I don't think he's that uh, talented. I disagree with that. You, th- you think his talent level's there? You think yeah. his talent? I don't think so. Yeah, it is. <laughs> I, I think he's in the second. I think, I, think he's in, like I, I, I think he's at tier two. He creates separation like crazy, and you find him open on short stuff from screen passes to slants to twenty yard routes to the occasional deep ball. Now, where, where would you where would you rank him in NFL receivers right now? I've been saying for three years, Tyreek Hill's the best receiver in the NFL. Okay, so there's your um, one. I'd take Jefferson, Jamar, and probably Devontae over him, and then I have him right there at five. I don't think okay. that's the one you could debate over. I, I, I think that's fair. I, I think that's a, I think that's kind of where I'd have him too. So I, I maybe put him at the the lower end of tier one, higher end of tier two, but he's the guy I would be a little bit worried about. Honestly, you're still gonna play him, but I don't think he goes for thirty. I think he's closer to fifteen. I, I think Stafford helps him out a lot more than Cup helps out Stafford. Honestly, um, I mean, you saw his stats with Jared Goff, and they weren't and, and, and Goff's a competent enough quarterback to support a receiver. And, you know, why was Cooper Cup not having nuclear seasons before staff? That, that, that's the point that I guess I'm trying to get across. So anyway, uh, just a point I wanted to make. Josh Allen with the elbow. I've seen four different reports about this today. Um, so I'm going to try to sum it up. Basically, they don't think it's serious. Still day-to-day. Probably going to be limited the entire week. I don't think you get a report on Josh Allen, you know, until really Sunday. Um, that's why you tune into the Primetime Fantasy Podcast at 8.30 a.m. Eastern Time on Sunday. Uh, Sherman McDermott said we'll see about him playing Sunday. Uh, the real tricky part about this is this is a Sunday night football game. Uh, who plays Monday night? Do you know off the top of your head? No, I don't know. I don't know. I'll take a look at the schedule. So – my bigger worry for Allen is, you know, I, I think it's if he, Washington and uh, the Eagles. So Hertz okay. is already rostered. Heineke might be. If, if you have Josh Allen, I think you have to go pick up Heineke because if, if Allen doesn't play, you have to start Heineke. And if Allen does play, you're starting him. Unless you have another backup, unless you picked up like Justin Fields and you're going to play him over Allen this week, which I think you probably should. Spoiler alert. Um, anyway, your thoughts on the injury and how that could affect things this week. I mean, I think. <laughs> I heard a lot of PCL, Tommy John stuff. Like, no, I don't think that's the case. That would have been announced already. Yeah. Um, could that could that happen down the line? Maybe, but I'm going to bank on the fact that it's not going to happen. If I'm the Buffalo Bills, right, 
it's a clear and obvious just sit Josh Allen because you this is a Super Bowl roster, right? Like you don't take the risk. You don't take the risk. You don't risk Josh Allen having a season ending injury or further damaging his throwing arm. Like it's a no brainer to bench him. So I think you should have another option in place. I think they are going to sit him um, unless if he is like 95 to 100%, which if the coach is saying we'll see, typically they would come out and say, no, Josh is good to go. So I don't think Josh is 100%. I think they're going to bench him for the week. Uh, I think it's a smart football decision, and therefore for fantasy, you got to go pick up someone off the waiver. Do you actually think they're benching him? I don't. I, I, w- I would absolutely bench him if I'm them. But, but do, do you think arm, they are? I'm not, I'm not saying your choice. Like, do you think they're going to bench him? If I gave you $100 right now and you could bet it in Vegas, what would you put it on? I would bet they don't. But, yeah. I mean, I would bet on Josh Allen says, no, get me out there. I didn't like right, lose. Right, right. I, 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 I think so, too. And the other thing is, it's not even a meaningful game. The Bills are, I forget what their record is. I think they have three losses. Um, but it, 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 they're six and two. They're six and two, and, if, and they're they're facing an NFC team. Like if this is an... tied with Kansas City, so they lose the the bye if they lose. Didn't they beat Kansas City though? Yes, but Kansas City has the easiest schedule rest of se- or third easiest schedule rest of the season. Yeah, but if I'm Buffalo, I mean, I feel like I'm still benching. Like, right? Like I agree. <laughs> I, I, I would bench. I, I would bench him too. Josh but Allen's but yeah, that. yeah. Anyway, so. We'll see exactly where that goes. Um, we, we can't comment much on the other players. Um, same thing for me with Stephon Diggs, though. Been been a top three fantasy wide receiver, top five, uh, you know, on the season. But he gets a major downgrade if Allen isn't playing to me. Yeah, um, and I think Gabe Davis would be unplayable without Allen. Yeah, I think I'm with you on that. Ezekiel Elliott with the knee is expected to practice and play this week. Head coach, general manager, and owner Jerry Jones said all of this. Uh, <laughs> and then his puppet head coach, Mike McCarthy, I believe, also said he's expected to practice this week. Um, again, did you we'll, did you see what um what I, I forget if it was Jerry or McCarthy that said what they said about Tony Pollard last week? No, they said Tony Pollard got to play his thirty plays. So, are they just saying Tony Pollard's not allowed to play more than thirty snaps of football? Like, I don't get it. I don't get it. it Jerry Jerry sense. loves Ezekiel Elliott. Like he get, he just he thinks, I think he thinks he's his, his like adopted son or something. I think again, he thinks he adopted he, Ezekiel Elliott. He drafted him so early, and he feels like he was such a big win, you know? Yeah. And I get it, but this is why you got to fall in like with your yeah. players, not in love. All right. Um, and lastly, we got some Jets move, uh, Jets news, and a move, I should say. Uh, head coach Robert Sala said they're going to give Elijah Moore the, the, the slot role, it seems like. So what are your uh, what are your thoughts on Elijah Moore getting slotty over there? <laughs> getting slotty. Uh, he, they, moved, they said they were doing this two weeks ago. And then they didn't play him. And then this past week, they gave him punishment of, you're just going to run around in circles in motion and not get a single target all game. Do you know how many snaps he got in the slot this week? Or you don't know? I don't know. I don't know off the top of my head, but I remember watching the game and he was literally pure. He was either in the slot or on the outside moving in motion into the slot. Yeah, he he was in the slot. All right. He was going from slot to slot. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Um, He's so slotty. Whatever. I mean, (laughs) I'm not trusting more yet. I mean, Garrett Wilson's been phenomenal. Yeah, he's the I, Jets. I he's the receiver you want to roster on the team. That's yeah, it. I agree. I mean, I I, I got to say this rookie class is looking really good right now, especially between our two teams. I mean, between our two teams, yeah. we might have the best five rookies. In, well, Olave exists, so I can't say that. But outside of Olave, I, I, was, I mean, overall rookies, I would say that we probably have five of the best. 
Yeah, we got some pretty good ones. All right, uh, moving on to the injury part of this segment, I guess. Um, how, we're going to just go through everybody. Did, did, this is Wednesday practice report, so we'll talk a little bit about one or two of them. Uh, Kyler Murray, hamstring is day-to-day, not considered serious. I'm a little worried about this one. Uh, you know hamstring injuries worry me. Kyler likes to use his legs a lot. I don't think uh, Tyler's, uh, Tyler. I don't think Kyler's a guy you could say, hey, throw from the pocket 40 times today. Uh, especially against the Rams, this this doesn't look great. Um, I have Tom Brady and Kyler on a team, so I did not get Justin Fields in my waiver order. And uh, I'm a little worried, honestly. I don't know how you feel about this one, but I'm, I'm a little worried. Uh, not to give too many spoilers, but uh, I'm not worried at all. Okay. Okay. I already gave my spoiler now, and now we know, now we know each other's boom quarterbacks. All right. Um, David Njoku with the ankle didn't practice. Um, high ankle sprain. Kevin Stefanski says he's not sure if he's going to play Sunday. Njoku did say he was going to play or planned on it. If he does play, Miami's really bad against tight ends. So that's, you know, that's, that's a good, a good play. Brandon Cooks is a wrist injury. Didn't practice. Um, he's a mess right now. Like a mess. Um, as expected, Mike Williams didn't practice with a high ankle sprain. Probably won't practice for a couple of weeks. And Keenan Allen with a hamstring didn't practice. He's day to day. He's never going to touch a football field again at this point. Limited injury or limited practices. Rondell Moore with the hand. Uh, that's new. DeAndre Swift with an ankle shoulder. Yes. Alan Lazard with the shoulder. Yep. Damian Pierce with the shoulder and chest. I think he's been limited a couple times this season. Not worried. Uh, Jonathan Taylor returned to practice. That's great. Deion Jackson did not practice. Um, that's not great for him, but it looks like Jonathan Taylor is going to be the guy and he'll be back this week in a good matchup. Yeah. Evan Ingram with, with a back injury uh, is limited. That that was great that he's practicing. Uh, Darren Wall with the hamstring. I think he's practiced a couple times, but did he play last week? I don't think he played last week. He just did not. Yeah, so. Out. Again, the hamstrings worry me. Uh, Hunter Renfro with ribs and hamstrings just should be dropped at this point. Uh, Adam Thielen with a knee injury. Mike Evans with ribs, ribs and ankle, and Ryan Tenhill with the ankle. Um, all these limited ones just just got to watch over the next three days. Full practice. Debo ham, Debo Samuel, not Debo hamstring with the hamstring. <laughs> I wrote I, I wrote hamstring as his last name. That, that's why. Uh, Debo Samuel with a hamstring injury was full practice. He missed the last game for the bye, and that was that's good to great. go. So. Uh, we'll have a better injury update on our Friday show tomorrow. Moving on to the Thursday Night Football preview, we got a star-studded electric fantasy uh, matchup here uh, that we're going to talk about. Hey, yeah, the last yeah. time they played, it was 37-34, to 34, an overtime thriller. Or was it? That, that is true, but this is the one NFL – well, it one was of the a few – This is one of the few NFL games that I'm missing this season. No, I missed I, 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 I miss most of Giants-Packers, and I think I might have missed – well – I watched the red zone for one Sunday on my phone and missed the games, but I, this is one of the only games I'll be missing this season. Um, I'm going to see black Panther and uh, I have nobody playing. Like I, I might play Kyle Pitts, but I, I, I have no reason to really um, care about this game. If I'm being Hopefully honest no one's with you. spoilers for the movie at this point, I don't care. I, I don't like, I, I'm never, I'm never going to get it worse than Spider-Man. So at this point, yeah. It's never going to be any worse. All right. Um, the quarterbacks, Marcus Mariota is projected 16.3 points. What do you think? Um, over under. Yeah, I'll go with the over. I just told you what the stat line was. What the score was from last game. It was so high scoring. I'll give him a shot to go over. They don't throw enough to me. Um, he did have 22 against Carolina last time, and he has over 16 a couple times. But I don't know. They still just don't throw a lot to me. So I'm gonna go slightly under. How about PJ Walker at 13? Um, I'm gonna go with under because they did move the ball better with Baker. Um, last week, so I wouldn't be surprised if he had a bad drive or two. They do what they did to Mac Jones with Bailey Zappi, pull him out, and, and the quarterback gets taken over. So that's enough for me not to trust him as a play this week. 
I am a little bit worried about that as well, but I'm actually going to go with the over. Atlanta's really bad against quarterbacks, really bad against receivers. This should be a game that P.J. Walker can excel in. How about the running backs? Cordell Patterson at 12.4. I'm smashing the over on this one. I think Patterson has been really good the last two years, as much as I hate to say it. Um, Last week he looked pretty good, but I think this week he gets back to full form, and you'll see um, that I I can't believe I'm saying this, but the Cordell Patterson show. This may sound weird, but like this is a guy I just always want to smash the over on because he just he's an anomaly. This it's what he is. He shouldn't exist and, and his stats shouldn't exist. So I just always feel like I have to bet the over instead of the under. Um, how about his running back partner in crime at Tyler Algier 6.2? I think it's a really low number, and I think it's a very uh winnable number. I think that's an over. Yeah, it's an over, but he's still not a play for me. Okay. How about Deontay Foreman or Dante Foreman? I think I say his name wrong every time at eleven point seven. I think he had like thirty-three points last time they played. Yeah, it was his best game of the year. It was 34.8. I'm definitely hitting the over on this I'll hit one. the over as well. Chubba Hubbard at 9.9. It's almost like ESPN is projecting a committee. Uh, I think both are going to go over. I I mean, the first time they had the committee game, both of them had double-digit points. I think both finished with 15-plus or 12 and 15. So they both played well, and it would hit the over for both of them. I, I think it's more than achievable against Atlanta. I will go with the under here because I think it's still uh, Foreman's backfield. Wide receivers, uh, Drake London at 10.5. I don't think he's hit this number since like week three. Yeah, I think Dr- if you're not in a non-keeper format, London is droppable um, for the right players, of course. Um, I- I'm going to go with the under here as well. I-, yeah. I just can't trust it. Yep. DJ Moore at 13.2. Yeah, his best game of the year two weeks ago, so why not trust him to do it again? I'll go with over. Um, not by Not by as much as last time, but I'm still going to go with over. Atlanta's allowed two receivers on an opposing team to go over double-digit fantasy points. I think out of like seven out of ten games or something, so that's an over for me. Uh, Kyle Pitts, 10.4. Oh, I hate this. <laughs> I hate having to predict Kyle. You know it's touchdown or bust for this number. And he, he's only had like two career touchdowns. I'm going to go with under. Um, Last time he faced the Panthers, he had 19. Uh, I, I'll, I'll, I'll go with the over. Lastly, Terrence Marshall at 10. Um, I'm sorry, Terrace Marshall. There's no N in yes, there. Yes, Terrace. Well, we learned about we that. We apologize to some some clown on Twitter. I, I'm 99% really sure. I'm 99% sure I've heard analysts call him Terrence before. 100%. Anyway, um, he's going over 10 fantasy points, though. He's talented. Uh, he's become the wide receiver two over there. Atlanta's really bad against receivers. He's he's getting over 10. He'll get yep, you 12 or 13. 100%. I think that's a lock. All right. That is our predictions for Thursday Night Football. Uh, hopefully you enjoy the game tonight, and hopefully the players that you play you know, go over and uh, have a successful day for you guys. Uh, that's our Thursday show. Thank you so much for listening or watching. If you're listening on Apple or Spotify, please give us a five-star rating and a review. We'd appreciate that. If you're watching or listening or on YouTube, hit that like button, hit that subscribe button. Uh, share these links with your friends, with your league mates, with everybody that likes fantasy football. We'd appreciate all of that and help growing the Primetime Fantasy Podcast. Next time you talk to us will be tomorrow, uh, the Friday show. Big show, Boomer bus teams flex on them injury news gonna be a lot of fun for our friday show thank you guys for listening thank you for watching enjoy thursday night football tonight